Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Millennial Sports Talk. I'm Michelle Margot alongside Ben Verlander for our 28th episode of MST. Ben? Yes, I think I know what you're going to ask. And How's your week? No. You're gonna, so here's, here's the thing coming into this episode. I thought actually yesterday, I was like, Michelle, it's our 28th episode. Michelle's going to ask me. And then I kind of gave up on like who was number 28. Um, so I, I actually don't have, I can't think off the top of my head, uh, whose number, like what episode this would be like who, so. Should we just not do this anymore? Um, I mean, I, it only became a thing at like 23 and then you just ran with it. So I don't know. I don't know. You that, can keep is asking. A, that is a savage answer. That means no, you don't want to keep doing it, but I'm going to make an executive decision and say <laughs> <laughs> today's episode is our Marshall Falk episode. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm a San Diego girl, and uh, he's a San Diego guy, and he also has a golf tournament that I've covered um, in 2016 and 2017. So he was top of mind when I thought the number 28, but apparently um, probably 0.6% of the population would also say that answer. Yeah, so. yeah. There's not. I don't think if you were to say like, hey, today's our Marshall Falk episode, everyone would be like, oh, 28th episode, nice. But hey. <laughs> So I hope you guys enjoyed that, the last five episodes, while it lasted, because Ben does not <laughs> want me doing it anymore. Um, I mean, 28. I mean, 29 would, would be hard as well. So until we get to 32, then I could say it, it was me. That was my number. Oh, that's what everyone would know. That's what, sure. yeah, exactly. I feel like 30 is a solid number, too. Yeah. I'd have to do some thinking. But today is a special episode. We have a, a pretty cool guest. We got... NBA vet Corey Brewer coming on in a little bit and we will introduce him and definitely quiz him on some things and ask him some out-of-the-box questions and then obviously get an update on how the NBA bubble is going so I'm super excited to uh, get him on yeah me too really excited um super excited to have him on actually because they're obviously in full swing down there in their bubble um and other sports are starting to get in full swing uh baseball's back hockey's straight into playoffs don't know how they're doing that um, good for them um soccer's back basketball's back everything's rolling so um it's fun it's, it's sort of even though it's weird things are back um but literally right as we were getting ready to go live um i saw that 13 people in the st louis cardinals organization have tested positive seven of them being players um so baseball is not in great shape they are out of sorts <laughs> yes things are uh things are not great obviously with the marlins um now it, it seems the same is happening with the cardinals um it's kind of a mess 
Um, and it just seems like they're just head down, keep pushing forward. Um, and I don't know how much longer that can last. Can we just take a second to recognize and acknowledge how badass hockey players are? Really sure. in general, like just in general, like, yeah, okay, pitcher gets a blister, he can't pitch for 10 days. Okay. I'm okay. just saying. No I'm, baseball slander. I can tell no, you how many I times love I've been, baseball. Baseball's my number one. I've hitting the ribs with a 100 mile an hour fastball. So let's not act like blisters are the only things we get. But I okay. get your point. And I'm not But then to hockey players hockey. are like yeah, two no, teeth knock out on the ice, bloody noses, broken noses, um, going straight into playoffs. That's the latest thing. I mean, that's pretty like. Yeah, I don't no, know. That's, savage is the no, best word. I, I agree with you. And I'm not trying to say like baseball players are, are tougher than hockey players, but I'm just like the example you use is baseball players get a cute little blister. You know, like things happen. We get Somebody hurt. sensitive. Yeah. Sensitive Ben. That's me. Okay. Now that we're on the topic of Major League Baseball, mm-hmm. if anybody listened to our 27th episode, our Mike Trout slash Giancarlo Stanton episode, <laughs> then they would know that we should just call all of our bets off because first and foremost, we don't know if the season's going to complete. Secondly, I, my, my three bets were that I thought the Mets were going to win the NL East. The Brewers were going to win the NL central. Mm -hmm. And I, the other one was that I didn't think there was going to be a no hitter this season, which TBD. So, but can we just like not bet? No, because well, here's why I feel – here's I would change my answer because we did ask each other the question, will the season finish? And at the time I said, man, kind of 50-50, I'm going to go with yes. You basically said the same thing. Knowing what I know now, I would change my answer. Obviously, we can't do that. But I would I'm, – I'm, I'm leaning towards the season not being able to finish at this rate. Um, but – the, the NL East battle, your team is in last place. My choice, the Phillies, ha- haven't played in like a week. <laughs> so, um, so that's been good. Um, but yeah, our bets are kind of – I had the Reds in the Central. They're not off to a great start. But I, I still feel fine about – I mean, I, th- I still think the Phillies can win the East. Um, I still think there can be a no-hitter. I mean, Zach Greinke took a perfect game into the – I think into the seventh the other night. I've still been warming up my voice for you. Raise me up by Josh Groban. That is true. Michelle sent me a, uh, I think it was a Snapchat the other <laughs> yeah. day of uh, her in the car listening to you raise me up by Josh Groban. Okay. But here's what's weird. <laughs> Siri or the government or Apple or whoever it is, is definitely listening because I have never had Josh Groban come up on my Pandora before ever. And then two days after we make that bet, my phone's listening and I'm in the car and you raised me up by Josh Groban comes on. That brings up an interesting point for me. You know, people always say like I th- Siri or somebody's listening because I'll say something one time and then I go to look it up and it's there. I had this thought today. I think they're in my head. Hear me out here. <laughs> I was looking up something that I haven't spoken about. Haven't ever like I was going to the website of uh like the Richmond Kickers, it's a professional soccer team here. They have a game. I, I have to work a game there next weekend. That is pretty random. Yeah, and I've never talked about them. I've never been to their website. I went to my internet on my phone this morning, typed in R, R, and richmondkickers.com came up. I was like, what, what is happening? How is this possible? That's funny because I was at an airport, LOL, back when like traveling was okay. Um, this was probably in February or March, and – 
I was hungry and at the little kiosk, the, you know, the, they have those like magazine stores where you can get like water and like headphones yeah, yeah, and whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was hungry and I thought, I need to eat in my head. I thought I need to eat. And then I saw a Belveda like breakfast cracker thing at the cashier. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I should probably get that. And then I decided against it. I go, I sit at my gate, I open up Instagram and a sponsored ad for Belvita shows wow. up. And I'm like, no chance that that is coincidence. Wow. Yeah. See? So you're on, you're on the same page as me. I am for once. In- yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, wow. That's impressive. But back to, back to baseball and kind of how the league is, I don't want to say in shambles because it's not there yet, but it's teetering. Teetering. Um, another weird thing that happened yesterday, uh, Yoannis Cespedes just didn't show up. He just he pulled a Matt Harvey. The, Met, the Mets were playing, and he just didn't show up. And the weirdest part of all of this, and um, as we know now, he ended up opting out of the, the season. Um, but the weirdest part is the Mets sort of sent out like this SOS like statement about him. Like we don't know where he is uh, like mm-hmm. al- alarming everybody. And it was super, super strange. No, I-, I disagree with you. I think what they were trying to do was we know he's safe. We did a wellness check well before we sent out this press release and he chose not to show up and we cannot cover for him right now because we don't know where he is. And he decided to balance. I think they knew darn well what was happening. And of course this is all speculation. I have no, I do obviously work for a network that, does cover the Mets. So this is not their words. This is just my opinion. I think what, what I would guess happened is there was some, I don't know if there was bad blood or what, but his agent ended up informing him that he was opting out and that was pretty much going to be the end of his tenure with the Mets. So I think the Mets were like, listen, there's no concern for his safety because all this stuff is gone. Like this is not a situation where we knocked on his hotel room and couldn't get in. But at this point in time, we have no idea what's going on with Ioannis Espedes. And it was See, kind of their way of being like, mm, Ioannis, like, you can explain this one. Yeah, so that's – but the first tweet they sent out didn't have anything to do with his well-being. It basically said, we, we, we know nothing, he didn't show up, um, and we're not sure why. And then people started tweeting, and, and big-time, uh, you know, like baseball writers were like, you know, I hope – Cespedes is okay. And then during the Mets game, um, in like the eighth inning, they, they sent out a, a statement saying, um, we have no reason to believe his health is in, in danger. Um, but the first tweet they sent out, I, I thought was strange. But I mean, I get, I get I what mean, you're saying. Unfortunately, and I, I really don't like bringing this up because it was a devastating day in baseball. But when, when Tyler Skaggs didn't show up to go on the bus – they did a wellness check and they didn't, you know, so I think the first thing the Mets did was a wellness check. I don't think that they would have put that statement out knowing that he might not be okay. Yeah. I really, I really do think they did their due diligence. Wait, it was weird. It was very um, par for the course for Cespedes. Yeah, seriously. Um, I know you're wearing a Detroit Tigers dry fit and have a lot of loyalty to the Tigers. And I'm pretty sure you probably know more about Cespedes than a lot of us, but it was interesting. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Interesting would be a good word. Um, and obviously, um, I do know him a little bit. I was in the organization when he was there and uh, spent some time around him. And a nice enough guy, just interesting would be a, a great word. So 
Um, looking back on it, if somebody were to say, would you be shocked uh, if this happened? No, <laughs> um, <laughs> definitely an interesting situation. But um, um, this week, I wanted to do our go to the week this week, Michelle. Um, had one in mind um, in, you know, with the thought of sports coming back, um, thinking about how everything is running um, and thinking about how baseball is not doing great. Who I wanted to highlight this week as our go to the week is Adam Silver, the uh, the commissioner of the NBA. Um, and you know, a few months ago, was, what's is this? Is the bubble going to work? Like, how can this work? Is baseball may have a better chance doing this? And to this point, NBA is the staple of how you should handle uh, trying to to start a season back up in a pandemic. Yeah, Adam um, Silver was the one who shut it down to begin with too. And people were like, yeah. Oh, what is he doing? He did the absolute right thing. And he has been doing the absolute right thing. And I could not sing his phrases enough. At that's point. a great point. He, you know, that situation in, in Utah is kind of what, uh, the, the all, per- of this. all of this, um, and the way he handled it in hindsight was, was perfect. Um, and the way that he is currently handling this situation in the bubble at, at Disney has been perfect and you know there's been situations of guys leaving um and doing whatever uh whatever they get into (laughs) cough (laughs) um but you know and it's he's very if you leave the bubble when you come back you're gonna have to sit out x amount of days no matter how long you were gone no matter where you went no matter what you did and uh it's working so shout out to adam silver and the way he is handling this um because it has been the right move every step of the way i think ben just wants a job from adam silver he wants to be an nba player so you're that just is, that is uh growing growing up i always said um i, I want to be an nba player i you know I, I was better at baseball but always i was like just put me in the corner and let me shoot <laughs> just let me ride pine <laughs> just, let, just let me sit on the bench and, and come off and <laughs> shoot once in a while uh well <laughs> Fortunately for you, we have an actual NBA player on our, <laughs> on our podcast today. Yes, um, NBA veteran, 12 years experience in the league. Corey Brewer, super pumped to have him on. Currently a Sacramento King, a former Florida Gator. So without further ado, let's bring him in. What's up, Corey? How's it going? Uh, not too bad. It could be better. You know, we've been, been taking some losses lately, but I'm good. Aw. Well, um, I know that some good news for you that happened in 2020 is you had another child oh yeah i have him well he's four months now oliver oliver it's tough to be away from him and my and sebastian and my wife but um yeah he's he's getting big man he's finally turning over he turned over yesterday Uh that was one that was one good thing (laughs) it's also an accomplishment for me when i turn over as well (laughs) a lot of a lot of facetime a lot of facetime dates i assume oh every day facetime all day day. so you were were you homeschooling sebastian during we've been been homeschooling she's still homeschooling actually so wow how's that going um, it's not too bad it's tough in the beginning but now we got a routine so um it's good 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 so I have a question for you. And so you won a, a national championship with Florida. Um, and I, I think after that happened, everyone in the, at least myself, I thought you'd carry that momentum right into the NBA draft. Um, and you made the decision to go back to Florida 
um, after winning that championship. What what went into that? What went into that decision? Oh, man, we were having the time of our lives. Um, yeah, you know, University of Florida. It was campus was crazy. It was like the best school to be at at that time. Our football team was really good. Baseball, softball, gymnastics, volleyball, soccer. Everybody was good and everything. <laughs> and you could just – the feeling on campus was amazing. So, you know, after we won the national championship, we were just having time of our lives. So we had to sit and think for a second, like, man, like, do we leave this to go to the yeah. NBA? Or do we come back and, like, we get to do this all over again? And – we, I won it with my roommates, like me, Torian Green, Al Horford, and Joe Kim Noah. We were all roommates since our freshman year. So it was like, we were like what? best friends. That's, That's so sweet. fun. I, I bet you guys have some really good stories. <laughs> yeah, a lot. We probably can't talk about it. We yeah. have some good stories. <laughs> As he shakes his head. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh. great. But it was just one of those things where it was like, man, um, you can only go to college once, and we feel like – the best thing for us, the way we were having fun, is to go back for one more year. And the NBA is going to be there. So Ben and I are very um, baseball-focused because he played professional baseball. His brother plays professional baseball, and I've worked in baseball a lot. Um, you played when you were younger, right? Oh, yeah. Until what age? Until my freshman year of high school, actually. Okay. Oh, deal. wow. It was, a, it was a big deal I didn't play, but it's just – it was hard because basketball season and baseball season kind of run into each other. And do you still keep up with baseball? A little bit. A little bit? Little if bit you more. had to watch, who would you watch? If I had to watch? Oh, man. Like, I watch the Astros. I Let's go. I was hoping you'd say you're a Astros fan. In, I, I live in Houston, so I watch the Astros. But I'm a Braves fan. I grew up a Braves fan. You know, Freddie Freeman, those guys. But I, just being in Houston, like, it makes you an Astros fan. It's, it's kind of – crazy Dude, did you I say actually, braves or rays braves oh braves, braves okay so i actually i grew up a huge atlanta braves fan like in the chipper and andrew i yeah. and andrew jones was my favorite player in the entire world i watched them every night when they were on tbs it was oh, a huge sure. Braves fan. and now and now i'm a Strohs fan so yeah, funny how, so that, funny the, how that works the same thing <laughs> i'm with you david justice fred mcgriff 100 percent. andre's galarraga all those guys so yeah so yeah, you mentioned Houston, and I know you played there. Um, and obviously, I, I have a connection to Houston, and Michelle did, does as well. Um, and actually, the, the strength coach while you're there, Javar, um, was, Javar. With the t- was with Javar the Tigers while I was with the Tigers. So, so I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, I was the sideline reporter for the Rockets in 2018, 2019. And that's also kind of how I met Ben because I also covered the Astros that year. So that's, those are our connections to Houston. Um, do you still live there in the offseason? Still live there. I've been living there the okay. last six years. <laughs> so where, what's like your all-time spot to go to in Houston for food or, you know, whatever you do on your day off? If you had like one last meal to get in Houston, yeah. where are you going? Um, we always go to Uptown Sushi. Like my wife, oh, okay. like, <laughs> my wife doesn't really eat meat. So it's like we that's always in Post to- Oak, right? Yeah, and post yeah, we always like go to Uptown Sushi, so that's like that's like our spot. That's and, great. So, but we go to Discovery Green because I got kids, so <laughs> <laughs> we're at Discovery Green, like or the play. We go to play places. It's <laughs> my life. That's awesome. Well, I'm originally from Sacramento, so pumped you're on the Kings. Oh, um, nice. And I currently am living in Nashville, so I know that you're not from Nashville, <laughs> but we have. 
I feel like I'm not stalking you, but we do have <laughs> some very similar geographical connections here. Um, but right now you are in Orlando um, oh, yeah. in the NBA bubble. So what is the overall morale with, with how that's going? I mean, what's the mindset of the guys? I mean, you guys are doing a lot better than Major League Baseball is right now. <laughs> um, I think that's the thing. It's been really good, like, just because, like, nobody's got – a positive test yet like everybody's been healthy and that was that was the main thing that was the scary part like were was guys gonna be healthy or not and so far with all the protocols everybody's been healthy it's been like one inconclusive or a couple but they end up being negative so guys are healthy and so it hasn't been too bad in that aspect it's just tough because you're away from your family and you can't really leave but you know you get to play basketball so and in terms of on court and actually playing is it tough to to get ramped back up um as quickly as you guys had to i mean you're you're right in the middle of the season and playoffs are right around the corner like is it tough for you to go from nothing for months to now like all right let's go um it's tough but all these guys you know when you're an nba player you love basketball so yeah the chance to actually get to compete again, I think everybody's really pumped. And you can, if you watch the games, guys are playing hard, man. These, yeah. It's it's only going to get better, too. You know, guys are still trying to get back in shape, get the rust off, but like, it's going to be some good basketball plays. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like it's, it's a taste. When you're sitting out and there's no season, it's a taste of realizing that you took it for granted to begin with. Whereas, like, if you get injured – you you're seeing everyone else play and then when you come back your confidence is like a little shaky because you haven't played but everyone else has been playing but because no one's been playing and you guys have all been sitting out and you're like oh my gosh this is what the world would be like if I didn't play it's like everyone has that little extra bit of intensity yeah, yeah for sure I, I I feel like that I feel like guys are really playing hard like guys want to be here like you know they talk about you being in the bubble I was gonna say guys guys really want to be because like you said we didn't get to play basketball guys hadn't played basketball and four months so everybody's pumped to be out there and uh, do what they love so um i have i'm gonna give you two options here i have a quiz um that i'm going to give you on your own career it's very simple very easy don't worry and then i also have some rapid fire questions you can tell me which ones you want first but before that um have you do you have a place in sacramento or have you even been up there not yet. Okay. I was in the hotel. Dude, okay. that's, uh, that's weird. You haven't even Sawyer. spent much time there. <laughs> no, I went there. I was at the Sawyer for two weeks, and then we left. <laughs> well, and then last, last year, actually, I ended up staying at the Sawyer for like three months. <laughs> wow. Let me know if you need like a home-cooked meal, because I'm sure my parents will. <laughs> they make really you. good pasta. <laughs> oh, um, nice. So, okay, do you want the quiz first, or do you want the rapid-fire questions first? Uh, we can do the rapid-fire. Okay. All right. What is the most random item that is currently in your car? In my car? Yeah. I can't even think. What's in my car? <laughs> random, random item. That's a tough one. Tough one out of the gate. I, I haven't been in my car for like two months. I true. No true. So you might not even know what the random item is. <laughs> it's probably a diaper. Have. Oh, definitely a diaper. Probably a dirty <laughs> diaper too. <laughs> That'll smell nice. When, that'll smell nice when you get back in your car. Yeah, your wife's holding down the fort over there. Um, all right. What is the best advice you've ever been given? Best advice: um, always be yourself. Love it. So like, what color is your toothbrush? <laughs> um, it's blue. 
All right. How do you like your steak cooked? Well. Really? Whoa. That is a hot take. Whoa. Well done. Wow. All right. Interesting. Right, I don't know. Well, Maybe the respect just well. went down a little bit, but that's okay. <laughs> hey, my bad. Be well. oh. <laughs> um, all right. Last rapid fire question. Uh, dog or cat? Dog. I got a great Dane. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah he's that, like 166 yeah. pounds. He's, Looks he's pretty normal next to you, I'm sure. Dog person. I, kn- I knew I liked you. Dog guy. <laughs> All right. Um, we're going we're gonna to end on a quick little quiz, and I made them as easy as possible for you, but I still selfishly hope you get one wrong just so I feel like it was an actual <laughs> tough, tough quiz. Um, what date did you make your NBA debut? Oh, jeez. <laughs> I have no idea. There's only one date it could be. What day did I make my... Date, NBA? not day. What date? I know it was in 2007. <laughs> okay, all right. You got a third of it right. That's good. You got the uh, year. Let me say uh, October 31st, 2007. Oh, three days off. Uh, November 2nd, 2007. Ah, uh, November 2nd. Uh. <laughs> we should just end on that one so I feel better about my question. <laughs> Um, okay, true or false, I'm going to ask you three different players that you played with or did not play with on your 0809 team. <laughs> 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 All right. Oh, man. True or false, Kevin Love. Well, I played with him, so true. I guess I played yep. with him. No, that's right. All right, Vince Carter. False. All right, Jason Collins. True. My God. This is. You got it. <laughs> yeah. You got a 75%. That's good. That's passing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, is there anything else that you want to discuss? I mean, there's so much going on in the NBA bubble, and I don't want to make you I, talk about it too much. But I have one question for you. Yeah. And I, uh, I'm boys with, with Baysmore. We went to, to college together. Uh, not you went to Old Dominion? I went to nice. Old Dominion. So I've been boys with Baysmore for a while. My question for you is – is Bayes the best golfer on the team? Uh, Bayes is good. He, no, I'm not even good. He, he, really he always posts on Instagram videos of him and locking his swing in. So I didn't know if you were going to be like, no, nah, he ain't as good as he talks about. But No, nah, I, I actually, and I'll be the first to tell you if somebody's not. <laughs> Bayes is really good. And he like, he, like, plays a lot. Like, he really loves golf. Dang. I give it to him. He's a, he's a golfer. Like, I told him, it's like his next life or when he's done playing basketball, <laughs> he's going to play golf. How's your game? Uh, I can play. I know how to play. I took lessons back in the day, but I'm, I'm not that good. It's, <laughs> we'll to, it's so hard to be good at golf. We'll have, to, to, bring play the, that. We'll have <laughs> to bring the baseball back out of you. Sometime, we're going to go at some point and take BP somewhere and see if you still got it in you. Oh, I got you. Hey, <laughs> you I'll let, let me pitch. Let's see if you can hit me. <laughs> <laughs> see if my right. curveball's still there. <laughs> I'll commentate. <laughs> That's oh, yeah. the only skill that I bring when it comes to the baseball field. <laughs> well, Corey, uh, thank you so much for joining us, man. Honestly, really appreciate having you. All right, anytime, man. Thanks for having me, guys. Of course. And uh, that's it for this week of Millennial Sports Talk. Please uh, download, subscribe anywhere you listen to your podcast. See you.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.